We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Inspired by the presence of Captain Jack Youngblood, playing in pain with his broken leg. A savage Ram defense. They hand it to Steven. Great jump cut. 45 seconds. a whole burst through it. 20. Back steps to tackle. Runs left. 25 still on his feet. 46-yard goal by number 39. Running back, number 29, Eric Dickerson. Johnny Hecker. High school quarterback is going to throw. The fake is on it. He's got a first down to Stephen Bailey. Mike Jones made the tackle. And the Rams have won the Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Rams Talk Radio with Derek C. Apollo and Michael Stewart. Welcome to Talk Radio. This is Derek C. Apollo with Tommy Avance tonight. It is our game preview. It's a little bit late this week because of our crazy schedule coming back, coming off the Monday night game. But we've got a good show planned for you. Also have a segment from Steve and Johnny from Butting Heads as they give their prize picks of the week. So pretty, pretty packed, pretty packed house here. Tommy, how you doing? It's Friday night and the weekend's here, so we can drink a beer. <laughs> I'm trying to wash off Monday night, dude. <laughs> I think you need more than a beer to wash that off. I'm bone sober, by the way. I'm just yeah. being silly. <laughs> you just need, you need more than a beer. Beer alone's going to wash it off. Yeah. Hey, so you put the podcast out. Have you heard any feedback in terms of the things we had to say? No. Have you? No. A couple of people replied to us agreeing with us, so I guess we weren't too far off. I thought I was wondering, hey man, was our takes just too much? But apparently we don't we don't get a lot of feedback at all on Twitter. Where do you um get our well, feedback we get, from? We get it off of Twitter. We'll get also get we'll get emails too from time to time. Well, Although we love get, for people to for uh to reply more, especially when we're asking for it. I mean, come on, bring it. Like seriously, just yeah, absolutely, stuff. absolutely. Like, I want to hear people's opinions. Well, the the common thought is is still. I mean, 
some some defense here, but in the same token, I think more and more people are coming online. They're coming online with, you know, hey, uh, real deal here. It's a problem. Big yeah, problem. I think I think people were on. You know, a lot of people were once they saw. You know, before the season started, we were, we all talked about it. We thought the team wasn't going to be great, right? So, once we saw the first two games, we were like, "Wow, this team is not who we thought they were going to be." With all these fresh faces, right? These kids are ready to play. I mean, wow. So, going into the the game with the Bengals, you know, Joe being banged up and whatnot, we we were very confident we could win that game. And the fact that our coach just laid an egg was just unacceptable because in in these situations you don't have that superstar roster to bail you out like he did before so we need him to be the best version of himself coaching these young guys in every situation and we feel like he let them down so simple as that i still do i still think let him down but you know what we'll see how he responds to speak and he'll have to face a, a apparently healthy anthony richardson yeah he's playing um He's going to play. Um, I'm I'm excited to watch him. I know he's playing against us, but I haven't really got to see him much other than a few highlights already this season. But boy, is he does he have a lot of attributes? You know what I mean? Like he's he's an athlete, dude. If he gets his game completely well rounded and he's hardly played at all, you know, football in general, he's going to be terrifying. Uh, you better get him now. Because you're not going to want to get him two, <laughs> years, from, yeah. two right. years from now. If if they can protect him, and that's been a problem for Indy for a long time. They've been having a hard time over the years protecting Peyton Manning and Peyton and and protecting who else? They, they, Ryan, not Ryan, Andrew Luck can protect him. He retires. I mean, just protect your quarterback. But we'll see how things go in down Indianapolis. And that's I get the big question. They come off a big episode of, of Baltimore last week. That one kind of caught everybody off guard. And they did it without Richardson in the lineup. This is a team that I think is better than people realize. But just how good do you think they are? Yeah, we're starting to see the season unfold a little bit. I know it's early, but you're seeing teams. You're, what you're seeing is the NFL is pretty much modern-day football. is com- competitive all the way across the league. Even the bad teams will catch you slipping, just like Dallas learned with the Cardinals, right? Um, the Colts were supposed to be bad. They went into Baltimore with the backup quarterback and, and won the game. So it it really is any given Sunday right now. And these, I think the NFL is more exciting today than it was when I was younger because when I, when we were younger, it was, it was like four, five or six good teams and everyone else stunk. And so every year you just you saw the same teams in the Super Bowl. This it was just you know, it was exhausting. Where now it's just you're seeing all these teams be competitive. You know, there's not really a ton of them other than you know the Broncos are yikes. But it used no. to be the it used to be the opposite. But you know, just like we talked about before, you you're really enjoying that Broncos one, aren't you? I am for multiple reasons for i don't i don't like russell wilson i just think he's a tool of a human being he's so fake and uh i mean i one of these days something's gonna come out about him just like tiger woods you know what i mean everybody thought tiger woods was a squeaky clean dude and i always looked at him and i was like nah 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 nah. nobody with that much money and that much free time 
is squeaky clean, bro. And when all that stuff came out and they were doing all the Howard Stern stuff and telling all the stories that he was the stuff that he was doing, I was like, yeah, that makes sense. You know, I don't trust anybody who's that squeaky clean, but at least Tiger Woods is not corny. Like I couldn't imagine being Russell Wilson's teammate. He's such a geek. I'd be like, dude, can you talk to me like a normal human being? Stop being weird, bro. Like I would say that to his face. I'm like, you're freaking weird. Somebody's got to say it to him. I hope at least one of his teammates has because he's a weird dude. He really is. And then, of course, Sean Payton is a tool. So everyone's, you know, I got to I got to be honest with you. You got guys like Sean Payton and Bill Belichick going in the Hall of Fame. But you're seeing right now that what I'm seeing is Tom Brady and Drew Brees carried them. That's what I'm seeing. Well, I, see I mean, they're good coaches. I'm not that. saying they're not good coaches, but they're they're not turning you know lemons into lemonade dude they're just they're not i don't think yeah. any coach can i don't think any coach can do that to be honest with you i, I think, think you have to have good coaching and good players i think it's kind of hard to judge you know belichick is overrated because you know when you've been somewhere as long as he has every every name coach from tom landry to, to don shula to, you know when they've been there for too long they, they start slipping towards the end and I, I don't know that that's, you know, that saying it was Tom Brady carried them. It, they were too good for too long. And they had some garbage drafts that they still found a way to win with. So I'm going to, I'm going to err more on the side that, Hey, I think that Belichick's just getting older and he's not able to do everything he did before moreover than, Hey, uh, it was just Tom Brady carried them. I think Tom Brady's a part of it, but. You know, yeah, I, I think I, I think Bill Belichick being the GM and being the coach is stupid because he's terrible at drafting players. You know, he could draft some positions, but for the most part, he's hot garbage. He needs to just coach the players and let somebody else pick them. And they still have yeah. a strong strong D. I mean, they really they do because he's a defensive. They're guy. still com- they're still competitive. It's not like they're oh and you know oh and sixteen oh and seventeen this year or anything anything like that. They're going to be but, pretty good in terms yeah. of defense. I can't really respect a guy who puts a defensive coordinator at offensive coordinator and thought that was going to work out well. Sorry. Well, I mean, that's true. But <laughs> would he have done that 10, 15 years ago? I don't know. I don't no, think so. He just did it because the kid needed a job. You know, Matt needed a job. He gave him a job. <laughs> he just gave him the offense. Here you go, buddy. That didn't work out too well. Anyways, let's get off of that. Yeah, well, anyways, looking at the Colts roster right now, defensively, you have some, you know, you have some guys there who are talented. DeForest Buckner always gives the Rams props to uh, Leonard. Shaq Leonard, yikes. I mean, they have some speed on defense. When you're looking at that defensive front, especially with DeForest Buckner kind of leading the charge, and an old friend, so we know, Sansa become on the end and playing very well in Indianapolis. What are you seeing as the opportunities for this Rams offense to break out? Um, I don't really know. I don't really know much about the Colts. I don't watch them. I haven't, I haven't studied them this week. I've been swamped. Um, I don't know. That's that. That's an honest answer. I really don't. I mean, are they good against the run? You tell me. I have a no clue, dude. I'm going <sighs> to go into this game on Sunday morning and just watch the game. I'm I'm serious. I don't know anything about this team. Man, I man, they're awesome, right? Okay. 
<laughs> All right, let's check them out. Stats-wise, here we go. Team stats for the, for the Colts defensively. Right now, they are against the pass. Eh, one, two, three, four, five, six, around 11. It's around 11. Rush? Let me look at their depth chart. I'll tell you what I would do. Well, yeah, you do that, and I'll, I'm getting you the numbers here. All right, against the Rush okay. right now, they are middling, 10, 11. They're, they're, they're doing pretty well defensively overall. Statistically, they're top 15 in both places, top 12 in both places. So I'll tell you something right there. Um, I'm, but I'm looking at their defense and their, what they got have to offer right now. I see speed with in the middle with, with Shaq Leonard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the funny defense, thing is, is one of their def- <laughs> you said speed and one of their linebackers last name is Speed. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> well, their whole defense speed. centers around him though. Like Shaq Leonard is is the heart of that defense. And if I'm the Rams right now, you know. I'm not really all too scared of what they of what they have to offer in terms of your overall defensive roster. I think that they're a solid unit. Just like, you know, the Rams don't have anybody really scared outside of Aaron Donald, right? But Aaron Donald's a pretty big force. You got Shaq Leonard and Forrest Buckner in the middle of that defense, and that's what I would be concerned with. For me, from the Rams, it's I, I'm not too much. I'm not too worried about what the Colts doing. I'm thinking more along the lines of what are the Rams doing. This goes back to what we talked about earlier in the week what are these guys doing and it's running the football that's all it is to me run the freaking football and all of a sudden things change i'm sorry it got the game plan here has to go back to week one one because you want to keep richardson off the field you don't want richardson getting first down the first down with his legs michael pittman jr is dangerous and all of a sudden you got zach moss who's making everybody forget about taylor over there run the football well, I want to keep that offense off the field. That's what I want to do. So I want to, I want a ball control offense. I want to go, you know, first down to first down. And I want to run things through Puka Nakua right now and, and Kyron Williams. That's where I want to go. Now that's, that's the thought process I have right now. Sticks to sticks, minimize. The, these are, this is fault. This is kind of football fundamentals. I almost feel like we're kind of just saying what we, what, should be the case for every Rams game, but I think that's their formula for winning. We all saw that in week one. But against this defense where the speed's in the middle of the field, I I like the idea, though, of getting out on the edge a bit and making these guys chase them. I'm looking at the the depth chart, the defense. So what I would do against this defense, because you know me, I know all these guys. I I just had to take a peek at it. Um, because I scout all these guys coming out of college, so I have an idea of what they're capable of. For the against this defense, I would uh, in the running game, I would get the offensive line moving one direction and get Kyron in cutback lanes, um, keeping him away from Shaq. Um, as far as the passing game goes, I'm keeping things. In the bunch formation to get these inexperienced corners tripping over their own feet a little bit. Um, get some confusion going. We need to get – the offense needs to get trickier, in my opinion. Um, I don't know why 
Sean McVay's 2017 offense is so much better than his offense now, or his play calling per se. Uh, Todd Gurley makes no sense. Well, That's yeah. what it is. Mm. Well, then the why don't you faith. go get a? Why don't you go get a bell cow back then? Oh, you mean like a tailor? <laughs> I mean, that's what that's what Twitter wants him to get. Yeah, as long as you know, or delusional Ursay, you know, isn't asking for what he asked in the offseason. He's that guy's drinks too much. Um, Zach Moss, man, I, I'm I'm pumped to watch him play. I just don't want him to do his thing against us. But just so you know, in 2020, I didn't draft Cam Akers. Um, I drafted, drafted Zach, Moss. Zach Moss. I remember that. I did, but not with the first pick. I, the third, the third pick we had, I drafted Zach Moss. The first pick I took AJ Espensa, and then my second pick, Logan Wilson, who picked us off twice on Monday night. So yeah, yeah, I'm pretty good at this stuff, guys. Zach Moss is. I, I took a flyer on him in the draft later, um, because he was injury prone. But he, when he's not injured, he's a really good football player, and he's really tough. I love that. You know that. Um, and he's finally getting to be the feature back right now. And boy, is he producing. I mean, the last two weeks, he's really killed it. I mean, really killed it. Let's see. His numbers the last two weeks, he has, where is it at? What did he have? He had 18 carries for 88 yards and a touchdown against Houston and 30 carries for 122 yards um, against Baltimore. That's pretty good, dude. Especially against Baltimore defense. Come on, man. Kick and play. Finally getting to play. And he's in a, a contract here, dude, just like uh um Taylor and, and Akers and every other running back that was drafted in 2020. So yeah, we uh, me and Andy really wanted Taylor for the Rams that draft. I would have taken him if he would have fell to that first pick. But, of course, the Colts took him in front of us, which pissed us off. So then I pushed back my running back to later in, in, a, in a different round. BTC, yeah, he's good. you know, by the way, Taylor should come back next week. Just like, just like a Cooper Cup's eligible to come back next week, too. That'd so be wild this- if you got Cooper Cup and Taylor on the Rams. That'd be wild. I don't think that the Rams should do it because he's in a – you got to pay him. He's a free agent at the end of the year. I mean, I'm just, you know, I just wish we would have drafted him in the first place. We just didn't have the opportunity to because the Colts snagged him in front of us and then him basically spit in his face. That's sad, dude, because he's so good. The argument to go get Taylor is is maddening to me. It really is because that's not the direction the Rams need to go right now. If you go, no, go out and no, get Taylor no. now, you're you're giving, and you're not making the argument. Don't don't think I'm saying that, but no, I'm the, not. I'm, I'm I'm hearing this argument come from several Rams pundits. Go get Taylor. No, it's the narrative now because we we created this narrative of f them picks for years. So now all the fans are just used to it. So whenever it gets, starts to get closer to the trade deadline, the Rams fans just get ants in their pants. <laughs> Here we go with that again, but they get all excited, dude. And I, I get it. They're used to getting close to that deadline and then landing somebody pretty awesome. So, 
or or in the off season we trade for somebody. So in the off season and in the in season trade deadline, they really have done a lot over the last handful of years. So the fans are just expecting it. And and when they don't get it this year, they shouldn't be disappointed because they drafted 14 players this year. They don't usually do that. They're they're trying to get this cap under control and they're trying to keep their picks. It looks like they're trying to go they're trying to build the team the old fashioned way. And they'll you know they'll get free agents next year if they fit what we do and what we want to do. Um yeah. Ooh, they have some interesting players on the Colts. They have a lot of guys that are rookies that I loved in this draft. They got Blake Freeland, the tackle from mm-hmm. BYU. They got Isaiah uh Isaiah McKenzie from um Mizzou. They got all kinds of cool players on here. Nice. Good job, guys. Anyways. Yeah, they've been drafted well. They're gonna they're 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 not going to be, quote, quote, a middling team in that division much longer. I mean, the AFC South right now is not not a great division, but with Jackson only up and up, Houston's only up and up, that division's going to be pretty competitive pretty quickly. It's not going to be one of those in the doldrums divisions forever. No. Their third string running back's pretty awesome, Jake Funk. <laughs> yeah, we know Jake. We know Jake. <laughs> He won't so. see the field on Sunday. No, he won't. Um, no, and, and uh, I misspoke. They, <laughs> there's another Isaiah McKenzie in the NFL. Apparently, plays wide receiver for the Colts. I was talking about the defensive uh, pass rusher from Mizzou. He did not go to the Colts. I guess my bad, dudes. Nonetheless, nonetheless, here we are. I am. I'm looking at this. You know, the roster of overall, looking how they've been playing. They're playing everybody close. They are. In terms of what the Colts do, they 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 move the ball around. They focus on Michael Pittman Jr. win the passing game. He's a guy. I don't know who scares you more, Zach Moss or Michael Pittman Jr. this Sunday. No, mm, Zach Moss. Why? Just because I think they're going to give him more opportunities than. Pittman's going to get. I mean, I don't think they're going to. It's hard to predict. I don't know much about Richardson and what he what his tendencies are. I'm, I mean, he's a running quarterback, so obviously he's going to pull it and try to run. But if we if we can get some pressure on him, then he's going to get rattled. We we're going to have to send Aaron Donald full force. To get him moving around and, and nervous, you know, because he is well, something else. Because it's can, like having two running backs on the field. Can Aaron Donald get there? Yeah, about that's that. the that's the question. Yeah, I'm not that's really the, worried about him right now in his career sitting back and picking us apart with Michael Pittman Jr. I'm not really worried about that. I'm worried about the combination of Zach Moss and Anthony Richardson running all over us and giving me those. Uh, Michael Vick nightmares from 2004. <laughs> All right. Well, let's let, let's take a quick break. Hear from our sponsors. Also, get a little prize picks in, and then we'll dig a little bit deeper into what this team has been doing this year. So you can get a feel for them. We'll be right back. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate 
isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, folks, so Prize Picks, they are the largest independently owned daily fantasy sports platform in North America. We are the easiest, they, they are the easiest and most exciting way to play DFS. It's just you against the numbers all day, every day. Instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros and sharks, you pick more than or less than two to six player stat projections and watch the winnings roll in. So you, it's the most fun, our guys have been talking about it, most fun they've had with their money this season. It's like two players again. Pay more or less than stacks and place your entry. You can test your skills easily, easily, every week in every sport, but you could turn 10 bucks into 250. Really simple play. All you do is make your pick, submit it. It takes less than 60 seconds. All right. So this week, our guys are coming up here in a couple minutes with their segment. They're going to give you all their all their views, but don't forget their weekly promotions here. We need a big payout to Taco Tuesday, which each Tuesday prospects discounts select player projections up to 25%. To provide even more value. And also, they now offer Apple Pay as well for quick and easy deposits into your account this season. So, want to check it out? Want to give it a shot? Go to pricepicks.com forward slash Rams Talk. Use the code Rams Talk for a first deposit match up to 100 bucks. One more time, go to pricepicks.com forward slash Rams Talk and use the code Rams Talk for a first deposit match up to 100 bucks. It's Price Picks. Daily Fan Sports made easy. All right. So, here we go. Week one for the Colts. Anthony Richardson goes 24 37, 223, 1 1, runs for 40 yards on 10 carries and a touchdown. His running back that day, though, Deion Jackson. It was not Zach Moss. Zach Moss was hurt. Targets, 11 targets to Michael Pittman Jr. that day for eight catches, 97 yards. Nobody else in that team had more than 39 yards. So there's your. There's your bell cow right there. That's week one. Deion Jackson's canned. He loses his job. Zach Moss comes in. And we go to week two here for the Colts. Just giving everybody a full view. They go to Tech. Texas beat the Houston Texans 31 20. 
And here's your numbers. Richardson gets hurt. <laughs> After going six for 10, three for 35, though, with two touchdowns running-wise, and Zach Moss, 18 carries, 88 yards. Michael Pittman, again, had 12 targets. Nobody else close in targets. He's their bell cow, Tommy. There's nobody else target-wise that's close to him. Nobody else. Going to last week, it's a big win for them. They go to Baltimore, beat them 22-19. Here we go again. Uh, Gardner, Gardner Minshew's in there, but you have Zach Moss running for 122 yards on 30 carries. Michael Pittman, nine catches, 77 yards. 11 targets. Someone did actually get more targets this game, but him and Josh Downs were it, and nobody else really kind of played much of a role. So you're getting Pittman with all three games combined close to 30 targets in those three games. He's your he's their guy. There's nobody else really that comes that close to him. So in the passing no. game, can, do you think the Rams can shut him down at this point? Well, Gardner Minshew's not paying quarterback. If he was, he's going to sling it around. He's more polished at this point in his career than Anthony Richardson. If Anthony Richardson's in there, I'm more concerned with our defense running around with their like chicken with their heads cut off. It's going to be chaos. Yeah, he will be. Our defense will be chasing him. It's going to be. It's going to be the wild west. Well, that's the question now for the Rams. With the Rams, with their young guys all in there, are they going to be able to sit back and stay in their assignments and basically watch where Richardson goes? Or were they, are they going to be undisciplined and fall for the stuff they pull and be all over the field? If I was the if I, young. But Ernest Jones is not. Okay. Um, I would... Tell him if I was the DC, guess what your job is today? Wherever you, wherever Richardson goes, you go. That's your job. Have fun. Keep it simple. Ernest Jones can handle that task. Dude is like they said when he was coming out of the draft from South Carolina and why I loved him so much is he plays like he has a GPS on him. He does. He's always in the right place at the right time. So that's your guy. That's that's he's that's your key, right there. Yep. For defense, absolutely. Go get Richardson. Make sure you spy him the whole game. That's your job. And he's fast enough to do it. That's how I handle him. Um, I mean, as far as everything else, I'm not like game plan wise. Like whatever. I don't know what the the Colts are good at or, or what they're not good at. Are they terrible at stopping the run or are they terrible at stopping the pass? Whatever they're terrible at, the Sean will do the opposite. So it really doesn't matter. You know, <laughs> I mean, it doesn't. The Bengals are terrible at the run. Let's sling it around all day. That's the looks they were giving us, man. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> like, all right, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't the looks they were giving you because every really, time you ran the ball, you were getting shoes. four yards to carry. I mean, let's let's be honest. That was not what they were giving you. My gosh. Come on. He deserved every bit of it this week. And I hope he went on social media and looked. I hope he saw some of it, man. He deserved it. 
Well, I mean, the, the the question is: Are you is he at a point in his life where he's wanting to listen, or is he just, because you know the mentality? You know, these guys aren't coaches; they don't know what it is. Well, you know what? I've watched enough football; I know the basics of it. What it means? Like, I know that when you I always I've always thought that that narrative in life is funny. Like, oh, you're not a coach in the NFL, so you don't know anything about coaching. Like, okay, cool guys. Like, that's just a defense mechanism for people that got to do something for a living because they're related to people like that shit pisses me off, dude. Don't, don't be smug. You're not better than anybody else. You know what I mean? There's I know high school coaches, St. John Bosco, best high school in the nation, my hometown high. I know high school coaches that could lay wood on NFL coaches, dude. So I don't want to hear it. I mean, I, 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 I get what you're saying. I agree. I just am blown away by the sheer of people. Who, the first response is, "Well, let's you go out there and do it." Give me, hey, give me the clipboard. Let me go coach a preseason game. I'll do it. Do a little contest on Rams. Hey, let's get a fan. Let's do something fun. Let's let fans call plays. Let me get in there. You think I'm scared? No, I'll put my money where my mouth is. I'll coach the defense too. She don't give me that. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to make, hey, don't, that, that might be the worst thing an NFL team ever does. You know, like, you know, that movie that just came out, I went and watched it. It's called Gran Turismo. It's a true story about they let a video game kid drive a real race car and he ended up being a professional race car driver. Yeah. Be careful what you wish for, dudes. You might get some dude off the street, smack you around and, and all that hard work you did to be in the NFL. And then you got some dude off the street to make you look like an idiot. So I doubt they might, they'll ever let that happen. They won't. It's a, it's a good boys club. Yeah, yeah. It's it it always club. has been. Everyone's always telling me, Tommy, why don't you apply to be a scout? Uh, okay. Like, I've been thinking about it lately, but I'm like, dude, I'm not related to anybody in that league or know anybody. You know? How am I going to get in? I could go no, on I... every team's website and apply if there's a uh, an opportunity, but they're going to be like, who's this guy? Who, who's this guy? This guy doesn't have any experience. You know, I was watching. Uh, I've been paying attention a lot to the guys who run the senior bowl. And they were um, a few of them were on good morning football the other day. And they, they, they gave me some good advice and I might take it. And I, I used to be a regular years and years and years ago on Pat Kerwin's show, uh, moving the chains on Sirius XM NFL radio. And we talked about going down to the senior bowl um, to meet him and have lunch and all that good stuff. Um, I pulled away from that years ago. I was always on the road at my at my job when I was in the field, so I was always on on the air. But once I became a manager ten years ago, I wasn't in a position to be hanging around waiting on hold and, and stuff like that on Sports Talk Radio anymore. So I kind of lost touch or whatever. But they were talking about it on there, and they said, "Hey, if you want to be a scout, start going to the Senior Bowl and start rubbing elbows and go to this bar because this bar is where everyone hangs out at during the week at night and all the scouts are there and GMs are there and this or that. So maybe I'll take his advice. Well, that's what Jake did over at Downtown Rams. Yep. I might as well. I might as well give it a shot. What's wrong with that? I've been doing it for 20 years for fun. I might as well try to put my money where my mouth is, right? Why not? <laughs> Why not? You're you're in that career flux anyways. All right, folks. Before we head out of here, I mean this wanna be a BS session anyways, but there you go. Uh let's let's hear from Steven Johnny with the with our DFS picks. 
All right, Johnny and I, Steve, here for you guys on Ramstock Radio. What a treat. Johnny, you came into some money on Price Picks last week, huh? Uh, we've been tracking how we've been doing, and I only went two of five last, or three of five for me last week. Uh, I hit Mark Andrews and Lamar Jackson over one rushing, or one rushing receiving touchdown for them, at least. Lamar, I believe, ran for two. Brock Purdy had more than 1.5 passing touchdowns, and Javante Williams didn't let me down, had less than 51 and a half yards against Miami. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I, I didn't do too bad. I, I ended up getting four of six picks. Um, basically, I picked Raheem Mostert uh, to get 60, over 60 and a half rushing yards. Obviously, no problem against the uh, Denver Broncos. I mean, dude went off. A little more um, than that, yeah. Yeah. Uh, DK Metcalf uh, to get over 62 and a half yards against the Panthers, which he got 95. Um, I picked Cameron Dicker, Dicker the kicker, uh, to get more than one and a half field goals to be made. So basically two field goals. And, uh, yeah, dude didn't get any, so he failed me completely. Uh, picked Jared Goff to get over uh, 270 and a half yards uh, passing against the Falcons. Only got 243, so he failed me. And Brock Purdy to get over two passing touchdowns, which he got two passing touchdowns, so good there. Um, and Patrick Mahomes to get... Uh, over 17 and a half rushing yards, which he got 28. So I won a whopping $8. (laughs) Hey, a win is a win. And a $3 profit. Why not? You get to keep playing. And most importantly, you get to be playing on prize picks, our favorite daily fantasy app. But instead of dealing with salary caps, instead of competing against other players, you're just playing against spreads. They're giving you options for more or less in yards touchdowns, lots of things, um, and you're just playing against yourself. You eat your picks right, you win money. Uh, you are not relying on how other people do. So that's my favorite part about it. I don't love that in some of these other apps, so I love that prospect gives you that option. It's so simple. You sign up, you pick players to get more or less yards than a predicted spread you're given, and that's it. You pick players and you win some money if you get them right. So... Let's go through some picks this week, Johnny. How about you give me a pick on yours, and then I'll give you a pick on mine. Sounds fair. So first, I thought I would make it a little fun uh, because Steve loves his Denver Broncos, uh, especially you know his favorite coach over there. So I ended up picking <laughs> uh, Justin Fields uh, to go over 168 and a half passing yards, which is kind of a scary pick still because of how atrocious the Bears have been and Justin Fields just hasn't had a great season either so um this is going to be a fun one I I'm really looking forward to this one because both teams are god awful but I think Fields can still get over 168 and a half yards so we'll see you know I'm rooting for it and (laughs) I definitely think it's possible it's a good line because it's just enticing enough for you to believe in Justin Fields I Went in a similar direction. I'm going under, though, or less yards on 
Zach Wilson, 177 and a half passing yards against the Chiefs. I just simply think he's going to get benched. Yeah, there's a reason why they went after um, Aaron Rodgers, who sadly only played a couple yep. plays this year. So <laughs> yeah, and now they went after Trevor Simeon. Yeah, on the squad. Wow. Uh, <laughs> hey, how about I give you one more here, Johnny? Because I hate myself. I, Kyle Pitts, thirty-five and a half yards. I'm gonna go more. He did it last week. I think he had forty-four. Listen, man. At some point, Arthur Smith has to realize that Kyle Pitts, getting him the ball, gives you a better chance to win. You're not wrong. I mean, it, it's like he's so wasted there. It, and it, it's, it's going to continue happening with Desmond Ritter uh, as the starting quarterback. But, you know, that's neither here nor there. Uh, so I'll add, I'll add a receiver myself. Uh, well, I guess he was technically a tight end, but you know what I mean. Um, going with Amonra St. Brown. Um, right now, Amonra has a um, receiving yards for 53 and a half. I'm going over that uh, against the Green Bay Packers. It's a little bit risky just because the Packers have a, a, a pretty decent defense. Um, but I feel like Amonra is going to go over that. I mean, he's Goff's top target. Um, yeah, I, I gotta, I gotta, you know, stick with this. And well, now you're getting a bargain here, Johnny. And unfortunately our listeners are not going to be able to get this deal, but because you're betting tonight, you are getting a reduced 20% off on Amona St. Brown's line. It was 74 and a half. You're getting it at 53.5. So for the listeners, if, if you keep an eye on these, this app, these deals will come and go, and they will give you better bets and better props occasionally to help you win, win big. And so I love that. Take advantage of the deal, Johnny. Hell yeah. Um, I have uh, another one for you. Keenan Allen, 82 and a half yards. I got to go more, man, because Mike Williams is out. This guy's just been a fucking monster. Uh, the Raiders are bad. And he's going to continue to be a monster. Yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. I mean, this is going to be a hell of an opportunity for Keenan Allen to uh, to really step up and be that leader that everyone knows he can be. So uh, do not blame you at all. The Raiders secondary just is absolutely awful. Well, the Raiders themselves are awful. And I- I'm-, I'm here for it. <laughs> give, me one, give me one more. What do you got? Uh, I'll go ahead and give you Christian McCaffrey. Um, so Christian McCaffrey, the betting line is uh, 86 and a half rushing yards against the Arizona Cardinals. And I am going more because it's Christian McCaffrey. Why not? He, the man prints money. Easy money there. Now, Johnny, I want to face off with you on one of these. Derek Henry sure. this week, 74 and a half yards. Now, you've got him less against the Cincinnati Bengals. I'm going to go more. I believe in the guy and they need to give him the ball because he gives him the best chance to win. You know, it was funny because I wanted to go more, but at the same time, I feel like the Bengals defense is starting to, you know, feel a little more confident after bullying Zach Thomas. So I I figured they're going to go in a little bit more hyped 
and they're going to limit Derrick Henry. It'll still be relatively close, but I think he ends up with like 60 to 65 rushing yards. And uh, yeah, I still I, I predict the Bengals victory in this one. So I, I went less on this one. There you go. That would be two in a row for the Bengals, sadly. Now, I think you got one more pick in there. Uh, I have two more. Oh. I have Raheem Mostert because he was money for me last week. I had to go. Uh, I got to roll with him again this week. This one is slightly controversial. I picked him to get more than 60 and a half rushing yards against the Buffalo Bills. I, I'm not going to lie. This is the one that makes me the most nervous. But I don't know. I just I feel like the Dolphins are just on a whole nother level right now. And they just have so many different op- options that uh, Mostert is just going to run right through them. Uh, because, yeah, the, the, the Miami Dolphins are the team to beat this year. And now give me your last one. I like that bet. Uh, even if Devin Achan gets a chance here again, who was also nuclear last week, good chance they both have days. Uh, so I also went with Patrick Mahomes getting less than 280.5 passing yards against the New York Jets. I don't know. I feel like he'll be close. I still think he's going to get over 250, but I don't think he's going to quite get to 280. And um, yeah, I, I think that the Jets secondary will will kind of keep him honest. And let's face it, the Chiefs receiving core is among the worst in the NFL. Yeah, I day I, I like it. That's a that's a gamble there, but um, that that's a nice bet and a nice play here. And now, if you want to get in some of these plays with us, if you want to get on the action, all you have to do, guys, is go to PrizePicks.com/slash/RamsTalk and use the code RamsTalk all caps, no spaces. For your first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash Ramstalk and use code R A M S T E L K. All caps. You're going to get a deposit match up to $100. Come get in the action with us at Prizepicks. Back to you, Derek. All right, there it is. Check out the Prizepicks section. Uh, and don't forget, we gave you the promo earlier. Check it out. It's, it's, it's a lot of fun. And with that, you want to call and make a prediction, or are you just uh, you tap it out for a night? Oh, I'm not making a prediction. No way, dude. I have no idea what we're going to get on Sunday. And that actually, for me, is kind of exciting. Uh, this whole season is that way for me. This season think, is way exciting to me. I think and that sounds weird, better. but. I think they'll play better. I do. I do think they'll hope. play better. <laughs> it's not, let's not say play better, because I'm not blaming the players. Other than a couple drop balls or whatever um, on Monday night, I'm not I'm not blaming the players. And I know some players got injured, but I'm blaming the coaching staff. So the players are going to come out and do what they do. And I'm proud of these young guys. They're going to fight. Now, is the coaching staff going to put them in a position to win? That's what I'm concerned about. So we'll see. Man. Man, I, I you are. You become the pessimist, man. I'm usually Debbie Downer, but you're even more pessimist than I am. Uh, I'm not a pessimist on the players. They're they're doing great. <laughs> you know, hey, Sean, Sean, yeah, Sean owes us a little, an apology, and he better apologize by coaching a good game on Sunday. That's time for this nonsense, dude. All right. Well, in the meantime, we're gonna get out of here. Follow us on Twitter at Talk Rands. Follow Tommy at Rand Tommy at LA. 
and me at DC Paulo. And we'll see you on Sunday night, hopefully, hopefully talking about a good football game. Maybe a win. I'll go for the win. Why not? Right here. Have a great one.